Hello, and welcome to Top 5 with Michael and Clay. We all know that you're dying to know our opinions on, well, literally everything, so we made this podcast. Allow me to condescendingly explain how this works. In each episode, we'll pick a topic and rank our respective top fives within that topic. We'll also include our bottom fives, as well as honorable mentions. Each week, we'll share our limelight with a guest who will also give their hot takes with their own list based on their expert opinions that still can't live up to ours. We hope you enjoy listening to us argue and occasionally reconsider our friendship, and hope you'll join in on the argument too. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Top5MNC. That's at Top5MNC, where you can share your thoughts and feelings each week. Enjoy! Welcome back. This has been a hot minute since we've done one of these bad boys. We're back, bitches. We are back, and I'm very, very excited because we have we have a couple ideas lined up for the summer. I think with the way what we're trying a to couple, a couple, and we had a list of like thirty some. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this we're just going to mark this as a, our start of season two, which yeah. is kind of exciting. I mean, Do we want to explain our absence or just? I mean, you can. Uh, I'm good. I was just in heat. <laughs> Several months of heat. It makes it very difficult to record pot. He can't focus on anything. I, you're lucky I'm here today. Yeah. Just hiss and pee on the walls. You know, I do that anyway. <laughs> Otherwise. Right, that's, that's just regular. That's just, uh, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we're starting off strong this week. I think uh, the way that we are wrapping back into the podcast is with guitar solos. I feel like this is going to be really interesting, especially because two of the three people on the panel are guitarists. So I guess that leads me to introduce our returning, another returning guest. How many returning guests do we have? Only one? I don't know. Uh, this is, yeah, this is only the second guest we've ever had oh. come back. Nice. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah. A fan <laughs> favorite, maybe? I don't yeah. know. I can't. That's so, not verifiable. I'm just <laughs> making stuff up. We know fan disfavorites, but yes. we have a couple of Jack, I assume. Yeah, for the he's pizza number thing. one. Yeah. I get so much shit for that. It's okay. He, he should deserve do it. It's he okay. did deserve it. So Nick is back. Nick from uh, episode three, College Mascots. How yeah. how's your uh, summer been? It's been uh, great. Now that uh, you know we're all waxed and vaxxed and ready to play again. Yeah, uh, it's been a while, and I'm 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 thrilled to uh, be back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Indeed, we're thrilled to have you. Yeah. I'm in the premiere. Yeah, exactly. You are, and this is the first time we've done it in person because you live in Charlottesville now. I do, which is great, and we can do it all because being waxed and vaxxed is great. And this is on the waxed part. Yeah, well, sure. I may be lying. That's why I said that one first. Waxed and vaxxed, not vaxxed and waxed. Is that alphabetical too? But that also leads because everyone's so waxed and vaxed and full of fun. uh, We have our first live studio audience member, which may (laughs) (laughs) laughter may seep in. Uh, Our friend Bridget is here as well. Nick and Bridget are rather close friends, so they're roommates. I don't know her. Yeah. We're when married. Was, when was the wedding? <laughs> July 18th. Oh, wow. Oh, you're almost out of a year. Congratulations. Almost, yeah. I hope you Thank make you. it. I hope you make it. I do, too. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. She does have red hair. So. Yeah. That does check out. Ooh, so, I, know. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> We're both in the middle of something. <laughs> we'll see how the Yeah, well, I just watch. I like to watch. <laughs> All right, so Boy, we are really coming in, <laughs> We're coming in hot, man. We're back and ready to roll. Just a reminder of, yeah. of how this works. Uh, it's not very difficult. Top five. We're gonna go from five to one. Go around the around the table. We'll do bottoms. Uh, after that, we've taken down honorable mentions in the interest of time this yeah. season. But yeah, so I'm gonna start with my top five. My number five. It it. Doesn't fit some of my other criteria um, because one of the things that I took into account was how the solo affected 
the rest of the song, how mm-hmm. it fits within the whole thing. Um, and this guitar solo is a standalone guitar solo. This doesn't fit a lot of what I like in other... I'm not a big, like, tapping guy. This is not my guitar style. But I think just in terms of, like, how this solo plays out uh, and the technique, that chromatic tapping, which I'm sure, Clay, you can tell us a lot about. <laughs> Chromatica. <laughs> There's Lady Gaga. I knew she would make an appearance. Um, but, uh, um, you know, just the, the ability to create a melody through kind of an innovative technique at the time. It, it's just one of those solos that I think every time I hear it, I'm just like, Jesus, like the dude just blows it out of the water every time. So absolutely legendary guitar solo. Um, Eddie Van Halen's Eruption. It's my number five. Completely agree. I don't know what the song is. Oh, Clay. One of, one of the best pure guitar pieces of all time. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, there's some like drum hits in there, but, you know, uh, some of the best, most... Uh, virtuistic, virtuoso-ish, whatever the, whatever is. the adjective for playing like a virtuoso is, it's, it's you know, virtuous. Top, easily top virtuous. five. Virtuous. <laughs> <laughs> that I included in my top five, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the, the, again, the tapping, the tremolo picking, the dive bombs. I, I mean, it's all like, there's so many techniques that come from that solo that people use through now. Um, what's interesting is as we were listening to that clip, you immediately started doing like the piano thing. And that's, but that is like, there's melody stuff here that previously people could only do on a keyboard, and, yeah. and he kind of found a way to make this a guitar sound. So that was okay. I understand. I get yeah. it. Yeah, that's and my number five. Yeah, fucks with the vision for sure. I mean, even people who like don't play or listen to a lot of guitar-heavy music can hear that and be like, "Oh God, this guy is shredding!" Like, you know, yeah, it's and it's now that you've heard it, you will instantly recognize it for the rest of your life. It's mm. it's not something that you forget very easily. Ah, yes, so. these next few weeks. <laughs> so uh, I mean I feel like I'm going to be part of the the group of the audience that really doesn't have that much background with this category but I was still able to pick out some uh, my picks are probably going to be along a lot more of a basic track nothing out of the familiar but that doesn't take away from their value so I think that'll lead right into my number five which is something that I know my dad is really going to enjoy because this is probably one of his favorite songs of all time and that is a uh, crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And whenever it was my dad who wanted to put on some music, it was Ozzy all the time. And I remember this song was one of my favorites. Just growing up, and it was one of his, so shout out to Dad. We appreciate all the dads. For yeah, sure. a little late for Father's Day, but... Hey, happy that one. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, pop quiz, can you name the guitarist? Because it's not Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Sharon. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sharon Osbourne. So, no. Zach Wilde, right? Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes, that's right. Mm. Who's Zach Wilde? The Zach Wilde uh, plays with... Ozzy now, so he has played this solo before, but but Randy Rhodes, the uh, shell of the original one, was the, the one who who created this. So, but it's an amazing guitar solo. It's great. I think like that was probably one of the first things I put on this list. I originally had it in my honorable mentions because like, oh, is it just like there because 
it's something from my my childhood and something I like, but then as I was listening to all the stuff, I was like, no, it's really just that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I put it there at my my cozy number five. Nice, very nice choice. Thank you. Cool. So yeah, for my uh, for my number five, I I had some some criteria going into this. Uh, first of all, being I'm super into like finger style guitar music, so oh. I, I I didn't want to pick out anything <laughs> like that. Just because, just because uh, yeah, they think like, you're thinking of something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's, it's like acoustic heavy. A lot of instead of using like a plastic pick on the strings, you're using your fingers and doing a lot of really complex stuff. I like where this um, is going. Yeah. Well, so I I didn't want to pick any finger style guitars. So um, <laughs> I didn't want to finger any finger style guitars. Facts. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so, I do. <laughs> so I left out like Andy McKee, John Gom, like those type of guys mm-hmm. who are just, I mean, every single one of their songs would be on this list if it was, you know, just my personal taste. Yeah. But, um, you know, I also didn't pick any guys like uh, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, like people whose music is like only guitar. So they're music just for the guitar. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided to leave all of that out and, uh, I tried my best to pick something from this millennium. So four things on my list are, uh, 1985 or prior. Uh, but number five, I wanted to give a shout out to the song cigarettes by the artist Tosh Sultana. It's it's a, a two minute long guitar solo at the end of the third track off of their debut album Flow State, um, and it is the only guitar solo I think I listen to with regularity that I, I make the like the guitar stank face the mm. entire time I'm listening. I'm just like oh mm, oh yes. the whole time. It's it's mm. incredible. It's a uh, very fast pace and quit it with the innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it's super fast paced and to. You know, add to the excellence. It's um, Tosseltana is one person. They play like over twenty-five instruments, I think. And you know, when they do this song uh, live, and I suppose the studio version as well. You know, they they sit down and they you know blast out the drum beat, and then they pitch their guitar down and do a bass rhythm, and then this you know insane like fast bendy wah pedal heavy guitar solo at the end of the song. It's uh it's excellent, and yeah. it's uh. Something that I listen to almost every day, which is probably kind of weird, but it's I mean, no, I, I it's get like that. A, um, there's there's one of the one of the solos on my list is one that I listen to with way too much regularity, uh, and my wife could attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this is a good one. Uh, I'm not as familiar with it, but the, I mean, any artist that that makes their career off of live looping and and just that versatility is incredible to me mm-hmm. because especially like, I feel like that versatility often is like you get the like jack of all trades, master of none kind of, they can do everything some, but no, in this case we're talking about, yeah, there's a level of expertise and talent that is, is kind of unmatched. Yeah, for sure. I remember you like sharing that like whole thing with our, like our group in our chat mm-hmm. and it was just like, 
it was just one of those things I need to go back and look at because I remember how much you are that much into this. So it kind of gives a testament to it. For sure. Yeah, I, I try not to like spam our group message with music unless it's something I'm really obsessed with. And this is something I've been harping on to everyone I know for the last, uh, I guess, like three years. Well, you can check us out on social media where you can spam the comments section. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Maybe we need to make a playlist out of this, too. Yeah, honestly, oh, we've been, people, people yeah. have asked about the past drop, drums. Drop that. So oh, yeah. drop that playlist. This also made me realize just how my mine is so not modern. Like, <laughs> well, I was also thinking, like, modern music is, like, my shtick. Like, I yeah. am all about modern and pop and stuff like that, but going through, I have one song that I think goes past the 2000s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so, not a lot of guitar solos these days. Definitely not a lot of what that though. says about our culture. <laughs> We're fucked. And we like feet. What culture? It's over. What is that? And we like feet. <laughs> what does that have to do with this? Well, What's you your number four? With your hands. <laughs> uh, my number four is definitely a classic, and it's the guitar solo from uh, Hotel California. It's a it's a dueling guitar solo. So it's Don Felder and Joe Walsh going back and forth. And there's something about it that's like, I really wanted to put this right after Eruption because Eruption is so technically like you hear it and you're, wow, this is insane. The guitar solo from Hotel California is not that technically impressive. But what's really great about it is it's it shows the value of like being perfectly in the pocket. Like it is just it's a it's a groove and then as that solo goes on it kind of starts off as this like kind of i mean it's an emotional song right so the solo kind of starts that way and then gets into those fast like triplet runs it's it's it gets to be pretty technically impressive but again doesn't not compare to some of these other ones that we're going to talk about and i i just think any any guitar solo where you've got two guitars going back and forth i think it's just like i'm a sucker for that that is a uh, i think hotel california is a song mildly overrated maybe that's the hot take for today but the solo here is like i that's i can listen to that part of the song over and over again mm -hmm. totally agree i refuse to comment oh, oh this is going to be in your bottom or something or no i i, I shouldn't try to guess i won't have much wrong so clay has thoughts i also have thoughts i didn't include this on my top or bottom uh but i totally agree i think there's something to be said for um you know band chemistry and uh you know being able to play with feeling versus just you know playing these ridiculous super technical runs which you know having your face melted by a guitar solo is super fun but it's also you know i like solos that make you feel something and i think that hotel california especially with the the dueling guitar aspect mm -hmm. definitely definitely hits on that i think they're they're also not to spoil anything later on but there are also some i think Pink Floyd songs that I really love where it's yeah. like Roger Waters and David Gilmore yeah. kind of like going back and forth like specifically I'm thinking of the song Any Color You Like off Dark Side mm -hmm. of the Moon where they're just kind of like playing these super weird sounds like the sound texture in that song is crazy yeah. it's like yep. sounds really cool it's like I'm there 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knew I was such a good beatboxer? Oh, no one. And I think this does, sorry, just one more thing, and then we'll move on to Clay's number four. But this was the first one I was thinking, and Eruption, this could be said too. I am thinking of the, like, studio versions of these solos because it's unfair to go live. There's too there's too much variability in some of these. And, and but Hotel of California is one of those that there are some live versions of those where they just go on and it's like it's incredible. And and some of those live versions might rank ahead of you know some of these other songs I'm gonna put. But based on just the record, this is my number four. So yeah, yeah. I think so. All right. So my number four, this was something that I Definitely in the next upcoming weeks, we'll be revisiting because I have a very strong connection to this band. I think it's a good, good little group of people. Um, but my number four is Knights of Sidonia. Yes. I know. See how everyone just like okay. That's a, it's a good song, and I think when you were talking about the like the idea of technicality and stuff like that, I uh-huh. feel like this song definitely has that aspect to it. They do a really good job, like making not only just fantastic music blending with the rest of the entirety of the song, but that guitar aspect alone is almost incredible to like listen to a solely acoustic version. It can have its own standout. So I think this song is. Phenomenal. I also love that song. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I think uh, in terms of groove, that that has, that's one of the grooviest endings to any song I can think of. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it gets your head bobbing and it doesn't stop until it's all the way over. Exactly. It's so good. Uh, I think that that is the only song that's ever been, or the only song that is on every single like cardio exercise playlist I've ever made. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's like. Uh, incredible running music. I, it, it gets that energy. Like that's yeah. a song that just has undeniable energy to it. It makes you want to hop on a horse and like yeah. flee across the desert. You know. Yes, I think sure. Muse is one of those like we're gonna look back at Muse like 15, 20 years from now and you will. see them as like right. <laughs> <laughs> see them as as I think pretty pretty underappreciated and they're gonna. Like, I always consider them kind of the rush of our time. And maybe that's a little too on the nose because, like, another trio and... and Four letters. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> Someone but, knows how to spell. <laughs> but, like, every... every They just... They have a lot of range. I mean, and, and their music is very... You know, it's epic. There's, there's orchestral elements. Um, Matt Bellamy, their guitarist and lead singer, is phenomenal and and you know the his setup from a i don't know we probably don't have a ton of like guitar nerds in our audience but um he's just something called a chaos pad uh which is a, a, a touch operated um sampler and effects interface that's literally on his guitar so while he's playing he's also activating like digital effects so from a technical level it's insane Mm-hmm. And seeing like them live, they they usually they have other musicians who help. It's not just three of them usually, but everything you hear that all the sounds you hear that guitar make, and and that is a sonically rich sound. Uh, this dude makes live too, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty unbelievable. So I think this is 
extremely deserving. Thank you. Uh, I agree. Of a top five spot here. Wow. Good choice. Good Thank for you. Claps for Clay. Yeah. 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 Good job. Good job. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, right, so no pressure. Everybody's yeah. doing well. I know. I see. I think this up. <laughs> I'll, I'll get at least from you. I don't, I'm not sure how familiar you are with music from like you know pre like guitar heavy music pre. <laughs> you ever heard of music, Clay? Uh, <laughs> from what I've been told, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, Michael, you you would probably agree that all of the rest of my list has some merit. Um, number four is uh, "Purple Rain" by Prince. said in 2017 uh prince is better than everyone at everything he does and everyone knows it mm-hmm. so you know he, he's one of the greatest singers guitarists performers musicians songwriters ever uh and you know credit where credit is due that that song when i first started making my list that's one of the first things that came to my head and it's been stuck there now for probably seven to ten days um, I, got, I got the chorus stuck in my purple ring. <laughs> business. Business days? Business days. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. I take weekends off. My, awesome. my, my brain loses all of its ring. <laughs> <laughs> one husk of a human yeah. on two days a week. This is a really good one. This, this just barely missed my list. Mm. Uh, and I think the reason why is I'm, I'm too biased towards live versions of this solo. Mm-hmm. Like, the album version's great. Mm-hmm. But like, there's something about seeing it this lot. Like it, talk about like guitar solos that make you feel something, like emotion in a guitar solo. This is like this is unbelievable. I always think about the the Super Bowl halftime show he played, or yeah. like the pouring rain. And he's yes. like behind the. Cr- oh my god, it's so good. Uh, no, this is I. I will never have anything slightly negative to say about Prince. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is uh, the late great Prince. Yeah, I spot. Echo everything said so far. I'm so glad you put it on your list because I was pained by not putting it on my list. So. I yeah, I, I had pain? a purple pain. Purple. Oh. <laughs> purple pain. Um. <laughs> anyway, moving forward, we're devolving. <laughs> so we didn't have many steps down to go. <laughs> That's true. The into my number three, we're gonna go with uh, one of the greatest. Uh, guitarists of Southern rock that people don't know his name as much, but you definitely know the song, you know the band. The guitarist is Alan Collins. The band is Leonard Skinner. The song is Freebird. this in your list like to me it's just this is something that i had to kind of think about the song as a whole 
um, which maybe is unfair and goes out out of the the thing. But but from where Freebird starts to where this guitar solo takes it, the phrase I wrote down when I was like thinking about this is it's precise but passionate. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of feeling in the solo, there's a lot of feeling in the song, but it's so technically sound. Um, and when this solo gets to that like it's climax when he's just like shredding, like that is nobody can hear that and not be like that. This is my like stank face solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I always think back to like the even now, but the school I taught at before where I teach now, a lot of the kids I taught had not really been exposed to Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. And I would play music in class and this song would come on and they'd be like, this is stupid. Turn it off. The guitar oh. solo would hit. And they're like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I have to hear more. This is something that any, I think anybody can hear this. There's so many great, like YouTube reaction videos of people allegedly hearing this for the first time. I don't know if I believe it's the first time, but still, um, what I highly recommend is out there in the internet, there is a, a somebody has taken an isolated the guitar track where you hear just the guitar solo. If you want to know how precise it is, that's a good way to do it. But um, obviously, the having the backing with it, the rest of the band just makes it that much better. Um, it's all so good. I, I just think this is um, just a, another great addition. I have I have opinions on Freebird and. The, the song was, or okay, the guitar song. Okay, no, okay, here's the thing. It's because when I made this list and I had to think of bottom five, it's like, God, I really don't like that song. Okay. I don't at all. That's and fine. when I, I had previously, before we came over here, I was at Nick and Bridges' apartment and we were just singing it out and I had my headphones in. I was like, all right, I need to go through my songs in and make sure that I agree with my own opinions. So I listened to this song and I was like, fuck, this is taking so long. I can't stand this song. I don't like it. And it got to the guitar solo and it was so freaking good that I almost put it in my top five. I couldn't, I couldn't justify it. I couldn't justify it from what I put in, but the guitar solo saved the song, which is what took it out of my bottom five by a long shot. Yeah. So well, in terms of guitar solos, absolutely for what we're talking about, this absolutely I appreciate it being on someone's list. I couldn't do it for mine because the song itself was just not my style. Totally but in fair. terms of guitar solos, it is what makes the song good. Yes. Yeah, and that's true for a lot of people. This is not anywhere close to my favorite Skinner song, like, but the the solo is what makes it. It's the it's it is the reason that people at concerts yell out Freebird because mm. the live versions of the song, those versions are so famous because it would turn into 11, 12 minute, you know, jam sessions based on this solo. I personally love, I do like the rest of the song and I think it is a, a you know, a extremely impactful song, but the solo itself is, is definitely, it's uh, number three for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally feel that. I think, believe it or not, I, I grew up in Southwest Virginia and the first time I believe it, <laughs> I don't. You can tell it based on the accent, right? <laughs> and just a lot of other things. I, I'm playing. I don't have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy because I don't hear it. No, what, what you can really tell in my, my Southern heritage by is uh, my methamphetamine addiction. Oh, yes. I, was, I thought you were going to say racism. Yeah. Uh, this no, is saying, no, Nick, no. we don't do that here. No, no. I just smoke meth. That's Clay's and, other podcast. Yeah. Burn down double That's lives. on Wednesdays. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the first anyway. time I heard, anyway. <laughs> I'm not racist, I promise. Anyway, the first time I ever heard Freebird was um, on, I think, 
uh, Guitar Hero Two, Ooh. maybe. Oh, um, was it on there? I think it was. Either, it was in one of the it was, games. I think it was two, but uh, it was like the last song in the standard progression, and you know, I was like seven or eight at the time, and I was playing through it on on expert, you know, because I'm good at Guitar Hero. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and, this you know, guy over here, but he has a wife. Yeah, the whole time I got married, <laughs> I, I played uh, Freebird on a uh, like an arcade guitar hero machine at a karaoke bar, and Bridget was like, "Hey, sugar, that didn't happen." I, it sounded very. <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, "Yeah, okay, haha, what are you doing?" I was like, "Wait a second, this might have happened." <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, I played it for like five minutes, and I was like, "Why is this the last song? This is like, this is doing nothing for me." And I, yeah, I even got to the guitar solo and it started and I was like, okay, yeah, this is a little bit better. And then it got to that part where all of the other instruments drop out yeah. and it's just the guitar yeah. and it's, it's just like this disgusting 30 second long, just wall of notes. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay. I get the hype now. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with Clay in that the, the song didn't really do anything for me at first, but once the solo kicks in, you're like, oh God. Okay. You know there's a payoff. Yeah. There is, yeah. So even if you're not into the song to this day, you listen to me. Mm-hmm. I listen and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good. I'm like, but I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I will still listen That's, to the entire song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because because I think the build up is important. I, yeah. I think it gets you there. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Totally agree. All right. All right. Number three. Let's hear um, it. my number three is Purple Rain. Oh. Hell yeah. I. <laughs> I just think the song not only is it a phenomenal guitar solo, phenomenal song, but it's just so like culturally impactful. Mm-hmm. I think this song has done so like it's gone so many different places, been seen by so many people, and has bridged a lot of different things. It's really significant to a lot of different communities. So I mean, I feel like you've already talked about all the really really guitar-y, science-y parts, and I think it's just really cool. So, I think Prince overall is a phenomenal artist, let alone this song being one of the magnum opuses of their career. And it was so, it, this was the like, I'm thinking through timeline and somebody can let us know if I'm wrong about this, but trying to think through timeline of Prince songs, this was kind of the introduction to like Prince as guitar virtuoso. Mm-hmm. Like people were familiar with like Prince's ability to write killer pop songs. But this was kind of, I think, one of the first major times where it hit an audience where it was like, oh, shit, like, this guy is, like, just as, you know, gifted with a guitar in his hands as, like, Jimi Hendrix. And, yeah. like, you know, so I, that that is significant to me as well. All right. Uh, my number three is Time by Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd fan. I, I do. I love Pink Floyd. Um, I think, you know, Dark Side of the Moon, Wish You Were Here, The Wall, probably three of, three of my favorite albums ever. Um, all incredible. There's this, I think Time is another song that has this great buildup. So in the beginning you have all these, you know, ringing clocks mm-hmm. and, it's, and then, you know, these, these cool kind of like weird, almost like creepy, heartfelt lyrics. And then you get to this guitar solo that's not it's another one that's not like technically impressive but it's just played with so much feeling that you know it every time i hear it, i'm like God, i should play guitar more often you know um i i know at least one person who said that song is why they started playing guitar in the first place it's, mm. uh went uh-huh. and he uh 
is a much better guitarist than I am. But he, uh, <laughs> we should have yeah. had him on then. Yeah, um, you should have flown him out from it's not uh, too late. Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, Zoom still exists. Nick. It does. It's true. <laughs> That's true. I forgot. I forgot the vaccination, like the microchip that they plant in you prevents your Zoom connection uh, from going through. Facts. Yeah. This does it, check it out. Only. <laughs> Yeah, number three, uh, Time by Pink Floyd. And I, I don't, that's not to say that I think David Gilmore is one of the best guitarists ever, because I definitely don't think that. Uh, I think that he has some all time classic guitar solos, Time being the prime example. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, don't want to give him individually too much credit. I know he's on a lot of lists as like one of the best ever. I just think that uh, they, they had a hot streak. I like think the, it's, it's about tone for me with him. Mm-hmm. Like, te- there's not like the Eddie Van Halen type of like, Holy shit, how did he do that? Yeah. But there's a tone thing that just it always fits. It's mm-hmm. like comfortably numb. Like that that solo almost made my list because mm-hmm. that's like uh just I don't know. I hear it, I'm just like, oh wow. This is <laughs> it just it like I vibe with it. So like I, I don't know. It's cause it's not I'm not gonna make the stank face. I'm not gonna like but there's something that it just it fits <laughs> it fits perfectly. I think like it's just Anyway, yeah, our no, studio audience is getting the body. live studio audience <laughs> is distracting. <laughs> Sorry, she she gets the fucking vibes, man. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't gonna say vibes in this episode. But. I I was saying about it when I was at work up the other day. I was telling people about it. I was like, there was some word that I said all last iconic. season. Was it iconic? Mm. We both said it a lot. Yeah, we got ran through the mud on it. I and phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That's the word. Iconic, I think, was more me. You said phenomenal earlier today, and then I I repeated it. So Damn. we've said it twice. All right, well... <laughs> Anyway. I mean, when you're talking about like your opinions of what things are the best, it's kind of it's all it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah, we we need the so like we do. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think they're extinct. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> my number two guitar solo of all time. This is a pretty chalky pick, um, but it had to be there. I think cultural impact, the legacy of this guitar solo, comes from. Arguably my favorite guitarist, uh, Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin, and it is Stairway to Heaven. very much in line with the Freebird pick of like oh my god like the original like come on come up with something that's not on like every great guitar solo list in the world but like it's on every list for a reason mm-hmm. this the Stairway to Heaven guitar solo very similar to the Freebird guitar solo in terms of you take it within the context of the entire song and it just it takes you there's a journey there it takes you places I think it is uh, there there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of feeling um, it is technically fairly impressive. Some people, a lot of guitar players, knock Jimmy Page because he's kind of sloppy. Like, he's he's not, um, it's not as precise as, like, the Freebird solo, for example. Um, but I think the impact of the solo again on the song, on Led Zeppelin's legacy as a band, the fit with the song, um, it's just perfect for what it needed to be. Even Jimmy Page has said this is probably not his best guitar solo. He thinks it's one of his best, but he actually says that the one on Achilles' Last Stand is his best solo. 
Um, and it is really impressive, but uh, I had a hard time putting this in a top five guitar solos of all time list when it's like, I mean, have you heard the Stairway to Heaven guitar solo? I'm going to say probably. Have you heard the Achilles' Last Stand? So, so there you go. No. Did you even know that was a song? It sounds cool. Okay, cool. It is <laughs> yeah. cool. It's a great 10-minute song. Like it's Oh, cool. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it is, it's amazing. But I just think Jimmy Page, for his impact, I think, again, this is one that's just like... It's, it's instantly recognizable, I think, for people who even aren't guitarists. You play a few notes of the Stairway to Heaven guitar solo, even people are like, oh, yeah, that's the solo from Stairway. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's my number two. Not quite the best, mm-hmm. but right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's a great choice. I, uh, you know, like you said, everyone puts it on their list, but it's there for a reason. You know, it's, it's an all-time classic. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't have anything to add. I think you, you just about covered it. The, it's on my list. Oh no! Oh, not, or, or, not or, the top or, list. Or? I don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to see. Oh, I can, I could look. Um, I'm not going to. I want to look so bad. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers from the table. If this is on your bottom list, though, then your entire thing is thrown out. Unless the the basis is that it's overplayed. We'll get. To I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Crosses, I guess. My my only extra commentary about Stairway to Heaven is: do not play any part of it in a guitar center, or the manager will come out of the yeah. back and shoot you in the chest. As Ooh. they should. Promise. Yes. As they if should. You're, if you're looking mm-hmm. to not make it to thirty, either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the solo. Yeah. This is uh, of the solos on here. It's the one that I'm like nobody wants to hear you play this unless your <laughs> name is Jimmy Page. Right. Like. Yeah. That's the rest of them on here for me. It's like, yeah, fine. You want to even eruption. I'm like, cool. Cause everybody at some point in their guitar playing life is like, can, can I do this? Can mm-hmm. I, can I play eruption even part of it? Mm-hmm. Um, in a, now in a guitar center or any music store, you sh- that's not the place. Like do it at home, <laughs> no. but do it at home, not in public. I've been told that many times. Okay. Yeah. And you'll hear it more probably. I guarantee I will. But you no, know, I, I agree with you. I think this shouldn't be played by, you know, People. regular mortals. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Page, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us, just play something else. Institute a guitar playing cast system. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Page is at the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's not quite at the top for me, but he, he's, he's like, like a shot tier. He's not quite S tier. The guy at number one for me is going to be it's number wrong. one. I too. suspect that we're in agreement about this. I'm not sure. I haven't seen your list, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You show him, he'll show you. I have feelings. I'll, sh- I'll show you mine if you show me yours. All right, well, that's what we're doing here. Hey. <laughs> Bridget, get out. <laughs> this is what divorce looks like. Oh, wow. Oh, she has a big old smile on her face. <laughs> Honestly, that is not the reaction I expected. <laughs> All right, so my number two, I expected to get some some stares at because I feel like people are going to see it as like jokey or meme or things like that. But like every time I hear the song and like where Power I got Rangers it. Theme song. Huh? <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good. Honestly, I, mean, I, thought, about it. I thought about it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but um, I have the song downloaded on my phone. This is one of the first songs I've ever downloaded for, on iTunes back way, way early on. This is the one that is in my 2000s. Um, it's Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. <laughs> Oh, 
I think it's so... It's like you just took a shit on my kitchen table right now. Like, <laughs> it's not the last one I'm going to do. Yeah, well. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I, I think this song is so much... It's so entertaining. And for someone who doesn't understand anything about guitar, this just blows me away consistently. And I, I don't know. It's that, impressive. It's impressive. Sure. And I think, it like, overall, it matches the song. Like, if you were talking about a song that just has undeniable energy... This song is just like absolute wild, out of the blue energy. It's not even a genre I thoroughly enjoy too much. Oh, you don't listen to but, speed metal? Uh, but that's my problem with it. Is yes, it's got energy, but to me, it's shit energy. So it's oh, I fuck with the shit it's, energy. It's like this is this is technically impressive for the sake of being technically impressive in my mind. This is. The person, it's that. just, it's all, like, showing off how fast you can play, which is how I feel about all, like, speed metal in mm-hmm. general. That's just my own. So, it's, to me, it's just not, like, it, it doesn't make sense. There's no melodic, like, theme to it. It's just. I think that's the point of the look song. Look how fast. Right. So, it's shit. <laughs> so the guitar solo is bad and the whole song is bad. Awesome. <laughs> That's how I. Well, this is 100% the reaction I thoroughly expected to get. I would have rather you included the uh, Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> Honorable mention. I would have respected that so much more. I, I think I'm not here to earn any respect. <laughs> I'm here to do the exact mission accomplished. <laughs> I, I, I know damn well. I, I think I uh, my main complaint is you kind of already said this. It's like pointlessly technical on this. Like I, I think. A lot of people are impressed by guitar solos with a lot of notes, but some guitar solos... I used to listen to Dragon Force a lot, like in middle school. Like, I thought they were cool. You know, I thought mm. they were they were good and stuff. I, so. I did too, full disclosure. Yeah, yeah. There was a time in my life I liked it. I think everybody goes through a Dragon Force phase. But if you look at any of their solos, their, their guitar is firmly... online. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a phase. <laughs> First of all, their guitarist live is like... Bad, mm. which is kind of a shame. But a lot of their guitar solos in the studio versions of their songs are kind of they're they're overpacked with notes. You know, I feel like you could make a guitar solo that's better with better feeling and the equal amount of you know technical discipline with a third the number of notes, which I think is kind of the, the turnoff of Dragon Force to a lot of people is that it's just like, man, there's too much noise here to wrap my head around, which to some degree I appreciate because, you know, I like noisy music. I also um, listen to like Charlie XCX. Which is <laughs> <laughs> noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. true. But uh, bold pick. If I am know. here to make bold picks. Yeah. yeah. And I, I genuinely, like, I genuinely will enjoy the song. I will listen to the song. I, I'm not long song person either. Mm-hmm. It's like when you said the song where there was 10 minutes of blah. This one's like nine minutes. You can have long songs that go places. To me, Through the Fire and Flames is just nine minutes of the same thing. You're going through the fire and the flames. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna stop moving and burn to death. A promise? Yes. But like, Eruption (laughs) is fast. Eruption is technically like impressive, but there's there's a melody, there's like a theme to it. This is, I, it's not, it didn't make my bottom five or anything, so it's not like awful, awful. I just number two. Sorry, number two may be the most accurate number for it. Well, it's funny that you mention poop. eruption again. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned poop oh. again, but it's funny that you mentioned <laughs> eruption specifically in the context of number two is because my number two 
is Eruption wow. by Eddie Van Halen. Okay. I, you, you made a lot of good points earlier, but just to briefly reiterate, there's a little bit of everything. There's some tremolo picking. There's some like there's some arpeggios. There's a, a whammy bar dive. There's tapping. There's like all, all of these insane things that are all rolled up into one song, and it's condensed into less than two minutes. Uh, and I feel like there's some like I'm not gonna be like as a guitarist because I, I don't think of myself. As, no, I mean, go ahead. Like, like you I play, want to. I play guitar. As <laughs> who plays guitar and was inspired to do so by a couple of specific songs? I feel like there are some guitarist specific cultural touchstones that have occurred over the years so you get songs like time where you listen to it in 1973 and you're like oh my god i gotta learn how to play guitar like that i feel like eruption was something kind of like that where it inspired an entire generation of guitarists to be like you know to, to think about the instrument differently yeah. you know eddie van halen was a trailblazer and uh it's it was it, that that song in particular i mean you know he, he does a lot of insane guitar work for van halen but that song in particular is such a huge milestone for you know the instrument as a part of popular culture mm-hmm. um so i gotta kind of put it in too killer for sure i'm into it i mean after hearing it i completely understand like this is just yeah. a song i have never come across number, number one. one here we go i didn't say it in unison we'll <laughs> try again ready three two one number, number one, one burger king, king foot, foot lettuce, lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> It's number 15. Uh, so anyway. Uh, Burger King foot lettuce. Something just happened. <laughs> I understand. Well, you didn't say Burger King foot lettuce in unison. We have to try again. Uh, no. Vito. <laughs> um, number one comes from who I think probably ranks as my favorite guitarist of all time. And that is uh, the legend, Mark Knopfler. Not what you thought I was going to go no, with, was it? Uh, Mark Knopfler is a guitarist for Dire Straits. Um, this is why I perked up earlier when you went with uh, the finger style uh, playing, because Mark Knopfler is not finger style in the same sense as an Andy McKee, but finger style in, in, with the, this lead solo in the song Sultans of Swing. The greatest guitar solo uh, in my mind because of the style with which he's playing it. People who have played guitar using that finger style know that it can be very difficult and especially playing a solo like this with the speed and the precision that he plays. And I was, you know, looking at this and this is a solo that I'm, I'm, this is the one that I can listen to this song every day of my life and never get tired of it. And it's just, again, so technically sound and I think what makes it so impressive to me is he's playing this. Uh, 1961 Fender Stratocaster with a clean tone. So, so many of these guitar solos, the thing that, that is true about most of them is not true about this one is that they're, they're running through some form of distortion or fuzz or something, some sort of crunch tone that quite honestly masks some technical mistakes. So Jimmy Page, for example, from number two, he, I, I mentioned that people think he's sloppy, which he is, um, but all his guitar solos have that crunchy distortion and, and there's missed notes that you can't really tell that they're missed. This guitar solo in Sultans of Swing is completely clean. It is impeccable tone. There's not a single like misstep along the way. And if you watch him do it live, which I think the best version, um, there's a version of them live in 1998 at a birthday celebration for Nelson Mandela. They play this song with Eric Clapton. Oh, wow. And it's 
I mean, it's perfect. And like this dude just absolutely rips it, and it's so casual. He's just chilling, like doing his thing, and it's it's unbelievable. This is another one of those that like this song comes on in my classroom, and students are like, "What is happening? Like, <laughs> we can't do any work or anything. We have to listen." And and it's true, you can't focus on anything other than this guitar solo. I think it is the greatest of all time. From maybe the best guitarist of all time. Just I, I think it's great. Impeccable. I think it's good. Yeah. Impeccable. It puts such a smile on my face. It makes me feel so good. I just... Aww. Yeah. The serotonin. Yeah. yeah. Pure serotonin. Happy brain chemical. I... I uh, really... I, I like, <laughs> no, I like the point you made that, that it's clean. That yeah. You know, that if he made a mistake, you would know. And you, you can hear, like, every movement of every finger, that entire solo, which is crazy. Because if you messed up, you would know. I decided to talk about it at some point, but my number one is Hotel California. Oh, nice. Mm, there you yes. go. I'm kind of surprised. I love this song so much. This was, I think I said about uh, uh, Crazy Train, but I, I take that back. This was the first thing I put down on my list. Like, I had no doubt in my mind that this song was going to be on my list somewhere. And afterwards, I'm like, yes, it is top one. I'm not, there's like no scratch. There's scratches everywhere all over my paper. Not near the first spot. I knew this would be it. No doubter. It was no doubter. I came into this knowing that's exactly what I was going to do. Because this is a song that I individually, before even my parents had brought it into my life, like I found it, I loved it, I started singing along to it. And like when the guitar hit, I was just like, I really started getting into music, I think, with one of, like, something like this. If it was not this song, it was something very similar to Eagles, The Who, something like that. But this song, it just, like, it resonates with me. It is culturally impactful. And, yes, it is something that is played very, very frequently. But I feel like there's a very, very good point. There's a reason be. for that. Yeah. It should be. This yeah. is not one of those songs that is overplayed to the point where it just gets blown out of the water and exhausted. I feel like this is something that is so well done overall, holistically, let alone with the guitar solo just being, like you said, the just battling guitars almost. I think this is like one of the a top five song ever, let alone guitar solo. I'll take it. Yeah. Completely understand. Yeah. Great it's choice. just right up my alley. I feel like it's uh, yeah. a good place for me. I easily, if I had made this list at a different time, like if I remade, I, it could have been higher on mine. Like, you know, yeah. Good vibes. Good vibes, man. Fuck with the vibes. Absolutely cannot fault you on that. I can't fault you for putting it next to Through the Fire and the Flames. Right. This makes your number two choice work. It's sandwiched between <laughs> Purple Rain and Hotel California. So, like, you can, like. That's mm. offensive. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> all right, Nick. You're number right. one. My number one guitar solo of all time. Technically, there are three in this song. It's Jeez. All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. I knew that. is, in my opinion, the greatest guitarist of all time. I think that's a pretty popular opinion, Not nothing controversial there. Uh, I like this song in particular because I, I was debating between this or Voodoo Child. Uh, mm, that would have been like, turn, of yeah. course. Um, there, there's something about Jimi Hendrix's playing that's so insanely technical, but also so organic, and it's so it's so innovative while still being rooted in kind of this bluesy background that you know, you know, Jimi Hendrix grew up, I believe, just playing along to songs on the radio. So it's, it, it's this cool, like, fusion of, I guess, almost 
like a retro futurism and old school guitar solos. And it's just all on the watchtower in particular is perfect in my opinion. Uh, great little tidbit that I discovered while, cause I knew this was going to be my number one, but I wanted to look up more things about the song just so I would have some, something interesting to offer. Uh, the second solo with a bunch of slide stuff going on, he apparently used a, uh, a lighter. A cigarette that, lighter, yeah. Yeah, instead oh. of, a, instead of a, an actual slide, which is a, a cool huh. cool little tidbit. Clever. Yeah. Anyway, Jimi Hendrix, absolute genius. I, I don't know if anything else needs to be said about that. I think that's the, the, the greatest set of guitar solos of all time. Huge um, innovator. Uh, I'm glad he finally like came up on the list. So he, that was my... I He was my other one that I was like, oh, I hate that. Because... And, so here was my issue. I agree, all in the Watchtower, and I'm I'm gonna contradict myself because I recognize that Souls of Swing technically has two separate solos because they are separated by a verse. All in the Watchtower, my issue with it was it's not one solo, mm-hmm. and I couldn't pick one from the song. Yeah, yeah. So I struggled with like, do I is that cheating? Mm-hmm. Um, Being non-contiguous. Right, that. right. Because yeah. it's like I, it's technically three solos, but I I completely agree with it. So then I was like, all right. Voodoo Child's Night Return, though, maybe. And there you have the innovation of, like, the use of the wah pedal in ways that people had not used it. For sure. It's this thing that's, like, people had heard the wah pedal with Frank Zappa and, like, you know, but the way it was being used was kind of just like, oh, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. Which was probably said by a lot of people about a lot of things that Jimi Hendrix did. <laughs> uh, this is incredibly deserving of a spot. This is another example of one that I'm really glad you included because I hated that I didn't. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I'm glad you both chose... Uh... Hotel California, because that was yeah. I, it, having only five spots. I was like, "Oh, God, I'm gonna have to yeah. do it off." Yeah, I, we, I, we work a hard jobs. Yeah, right. Really do Making all these decisions. Yeah. I know. Ugh. Um, it's hard. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's my number one. I love it. Yeah. Props. This yeah. works. Maybe the first episode we've ever had where, like, oh no, you had to the fire. Shut up! <laughs> I was like, Leave me there. out of this. I was like, everybody's list was good, but uh, fourteen of the fifteen choices were. <laughs> you decided. That's an A. I'll take that. I will say I had all along the watchtower in my like songs to consider because someone mm-hmm. who does not know too much and like I also had um, what was the other one I was thinking about? Back in Black by ACDC was like. I didn't put it anywhere near my top five, but like it's just Thought about it. That's it, fair. it resonates. It's like some a song that you like you yeah. understand, like it hits and everyone kind of knows it, which mm-hmm. I think is important for something like that. But it's not the greatest. Right, right. So. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing those two at oh, all. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, I, I do. I'm glad that you. I almost knew you, knowing you oh, very personally. I knew it was going to be very high, if not your number one. No, so I, also points for taking a song that's not his song and maybe like, taking yeah, a Bob Dylan yeah, song yeah, and making right? it just shred. And yeah. a similar thing, and this is another song that I almost included, but I had to decide against. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan's cover of Voodoo Child. Yes. It's also insanely yes. good. Yes. And that was part of my issue with including it was I was like, Stevie Ray's version might be better. Like, yeah, it I, might be. It's, it's hard to say. Very difficult. Yeah. It's another one of those situations where like, I think every live video I've seen of the song kind of puts every studio version to shame. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that there, there is, I mean, I guess we didn't discuss this, but I'm glad that nobody else chose live versions because this would probably just be five different live yeah. know, sessions of Jimi Hendrix playing Voodoo Child. Yeah, right. Maybe. Because then that's a whole different experience. For sure. You know, so. Cool. Bottom five. It's time for the bottom. Let's talk about some awful songs. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I do have six. I'm sorry. But I'll, <gasps> I'll go quickly. That's fine. Um, I'll start with two that are actually from guitarists who were in my top five. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One is Jimmy Page. I'm sorry, but the guitar solo on Heartbreaker can't do it. Mm. This is the this is the, everybody's like, oh, he's sloppy. This guitar, it is sloppy, and it just it always feels to me like you could have spent a little bit more time in the studio and refined this a little bit and it would have fit. This is one of those guitar solos where the band has to completely drop out because it just can't fit with the rest of what the band's doing. Um, live, it's better. But studio version, not good. Um, the other one that comes from uh, a guitarist who's in my top five is Eddie Van Halen, the guitar solo in Jump. Oh, it's awful. So, was... so bad. And like the keyboard solo is great. Amazing. Everything he does keyboard related in that song, fantastic. And yeah. everybody knows the famous keyboard line. The oh, solo yeah. is really great too. But the guitar solo, this is in the Dragon Force thing of like, it's a lot of technical stuff for no reason. And it doesn't fit. There's no melodic theme to it. There's no, like, you can't make sense of it. There's no feel to the solo. It's just, is Eddie Van Halen playing fast because Eddie Van Halen can play fast? And it's awful. I hate yeah. it. Semi-related to Eddie Van Halen because I think the original solo that he does on this song is fantastic. So the original one was Michael Jackson's Beat It. Eddie Van Halen plays guitar solo in it and it's fantastic. But a few years back... Uh, Fallout Boy did a cover. Why? (laughs) Did a cover. It gets worse. Did a cover of Beat It. And who played the guitar solo? John Mayer. And I think he's a talented musician. He knows his way around a guitar. That guitar solo, it's like, it gives me a bad stank face. (laughs) It's like, oh, stop. This doesn't work. He kind of tries to like, I mean, again, anybody who knows has heard Eddie Van Halen play and has heard John Mayer play knows that they have two very different styles. So he tries to like meet it in the middle. He, he doesn't try to completely play like Eddie Van Halen, but kind of tries to emulate the solo a little bit. And it's just bad. You will really appreciate this one Yay. because it's the Beatles. I hate them. Right. So it's at my bottom. <laughs> uh, get back. The guitar solo in get back is rough. And here's why John Lennon plays it. There's, you have George Harrison in your band. Why are you playing the guitar solo? The tone is awful. It sounds like he walked into Walmart and grabbed one of those like $50 guitars <laughs> and started playing with it. It's awful. Um, uh, Every Rose Has a Thorn. Poison. C.C. DeVille. This song is stupid. I hate it. So Poison ruined metal, ruined everything. Um, this guitar solo is just bad. It's like C.C. DeVille. Okay. I think if you gave anybody who played guitar a couple hours with Clay (laughs) to teach them how to play guitar. I'm ready. (laughs) He could come up with something better than what C.C. DeVille plays on this or any song. You could. Yes. There's a, I would rather, so like famously, you know, Lil Wayne had his little spurt where he was like playing guitar a little bit. And there's that one song with Birdman. I can't remember the name. Uh, where he plays a little guitar thing at the end. I would rather hear that than anything Cease to Devote. Cease to Devote. This is bad. Um, And then the last one, a normally great guitarist. So, Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right. Carrie King from Slayer plays a guitar solo in this song that is nauseating. It is so, so <laughs> bad, and I'm sensing that Nick agrees with me. And I agree with your last I don't mind Slayer. Like, I think Carrie King is very talented, but this solo makes me want to, like, 
gouge my own eyes out. It is so, it. so bad. I, if I played it, I probably would. <laughs> I listened to it earlier today to like remind myself. I was like, is it as bad as I remember? Yes, it is awful. He yep. shouldn't w- just stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> Excellent bottom Damn. five. Yeah. All right. Um, so the start of my bottom five is indeed Stairway to Heaven. I don't like the song. I don't care for it. And once again, this is coming from someone who has no guitar experience. So, like, it's just it's just not for me. It's just not for me in any... Shut up, studio audience. <laughs> but put it in your bottom five. That's the thing. Like. Okay, it's just... It was very hard for me. As someone who had to try to get five for the top, getting five for the bottom. It was like, this is the last thing I did put in there. It was my last bottom five. And I put it at the top because, I yes, I do recognize that it is iconic i recognize that it is there but it's just it's just not for me and it's just just, sick of it i'm just sick of it just done with it it's not my style not my thing and i just i don't i don't appreciate it and it is overplayed this hypocritical i know that's what i said about okay whatever (laughs) (laughs) um jump by van ham was next that was 100 like just it, it made no sense like the argument that you made with comparing to dragon force like i see where you were coming from but to me in my this is worse yeah it's worse yeah, and yeah. like in my unstable nature like i understood dragon force <laughs> i didn't i didn't understand it matches your chaos it did yeah. and this just was just plain dumb it yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. make any sense um after that my name is jonas by weezer i just want to kneecap every single person in weezer already you don't like weezer, right? i just I hate can't weezer. stand oh, weezer. Like weezer oh my god i want to kneecap every single one of them okay so let alone this song was just Piss water. I almost put a Weezer song in my bottom five. Too. You should have, because they don't deserve human rights anymore. I like some Weezer songs. I like I'm Weezer sorry. generally, but this, yeah, no, this no, is this is not good. And that's not, not a, that's not a good Weezer song. In my no, um, Bulls on Parade. Oh fuck, bro, fuck you. I think that's one of my shit. Damn, I are you kidding me? Favorite songs of all time. I think. I think. That that one does come from my experience. I'm getting a lot of stares. <laughs> I'm about to kick you in the ribs. Please, okay. I, this is I I have not liked some of your previous. This is like I don't I don't even know if I'm angry. I just don't even, I don't understand. It's just like it, it once again. It just didn't make sense for me. The song overall, it just think is awful. You don't like Tom Morello. Okay, that's what it is. Stupid. Their, their guitarist has a very he weird. He sounds like Portobello mushrooms. Those are gross. <laughs> Tom Morello has said he's the DJ of the band. The scratches, they okay. This is just probably not my music taste. Maybe the world is going to put me on another. Well, you're also allowed to hate things. That's fine, but we will flame you for it. Yeah, but we're allowed to hate you. I understand. I walked into this knowing would be hated, but the thing that I will not tolerate: this song, this person, this guitar solo makes me want to smash glass into very, very fine bits. I'm nervous now. Sprinkle cactus pricks all over it and do a massive snort directly into my brain. Uh, it is Gravity by John Mayer. <laughs> I think everything about John Mayer is awful. He has one song that is tolerable. Everything else he has done has been the worst thing that's ever happened to this planet. And I want to make sure that he knows that me as an individual hates him. He can come to my door. I'll give you my address and you can beat me up. I probably wouldn't win that fight, but I would make sure I took one of your arms off with me. God, that man drives me up the... If you thought I hated Weezer, I can't stand this song, this person, his entire... 
entire discography. The only songs, Slow Dancing in Burning Room, is tolerable, and his cover of EXO, only because it's Beyonce's song. That is the only reason he gets a second song that is good. I'd rather freaking jump off the balcony on fire with a pistol in my hand and take myself out than listen to anything John Mayer does. Sounds like you were slow dancing in a burning room and then losing your life to gravity. Oh. <laughs> the sound you just heard was Clay leaving the room. <laughs> Presumably to light himself on fire. Oh, and and jump room. off the balcony. Yep. Oh All right, Nick, let's hear your bottoms. All right, so I had a Sublime song on here. Um, I, I <laughs> Sorry, I hate Sublime. So that's cool. Well, the song was, I think, what I got. Oh, where, yeah. Where he says, uh, I can I, play, I play the, the guitar, guitar like, like a motherfucker, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, every 12 year old can play that. It's bad. Yeah. Um, but my number five is anytime a non guitarist picks up a guitar and tries to play a solo, I'm thinking Fred Durst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Lil Wayne, you know, yeah. any, anytime somebody's like, yeah, this guitar shit can't be too hard. Yeah. It's harder than you think it is right. if you're if, if you're that type, you know. Um, but that's just that's kind of an easy <laughs> kind of like yeah. No, There's a specific like live Limp Bizkit. I don't even know what the song is where Fred Durst plays a guitar solo that I watched today. I was like, I can't even put this on my bottom five. This doesn't even qualify. So human. Yeah, I, I think we're probably thinking of the same video because yeah. I stumbled across that doing research for this. People were like, can you believe we did this? And yeah, I can. Fred Durst sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, number four, Fight for Your Ride by the Beastie Boys. You you already explained it. It's trash. It's it's a terrible solo. It's it's bad. And I like great song. Yeah, I like the song. Outside it's, of that, but part. my god, if they if they clipped out that like twenty five seconds, that would be it'd we'd be, all be better. better for it. Um, number three, I think I might catch a little bit of flack for this, but let me explain. It's When You Were Young by the Killers. <gasps> I think that guitar solo is not good because because Aww. so I love the song. Right, I'm with you on this. I don't Dang necessarily it. hate that guitar solo because it's like bad. My, I hate that guitar solo because the rest of the song is so good, and a, a better guitar solo would have elevated that to like all time great song. But instead, you have this washed up session musician that plays like four notes over and over again, yep. like on beat perfectly, and like. I mean, that's kind of a complaint I have about The Killers is it's, it's one of these bands kind of like, I guess, maybe Panic! at the Disco where it's a very recognizable front man and then a bunch of just... It's formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, that's that's why I hate that solo because every time I hear it, it reminds me this song could be even better than it already is. Yeah. But this guitar solo really kind of drags it down. That's my opinion. I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I get it. I understand now. Great song. Yeah. I'm thinking of the song in my head and I'm just like, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's one of those it's where... It's so upsetting. Honestly, when you said it, my initial thing was like, there's a guitar solo in that song. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I didn't think of it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. And, and this is this is another reason that I picked another one of the bottom five that I did is that the part of the solo that isn't the four notes just played on beat mm-hmm. ad infinitum, <laughs> ad nauseum, I guess, um, is that when it does something else, it's just the vocal harmony or the vocal melody. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's just the same thing the singer does, but on a guitar, which is not interesting to me at all. Um, on a similar note, number two, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister. Um, <laughs> I hate that song with a passion because it's, you know, every 50 or 60 year old movie director in the 70s, 80s, 90s were like, oh, we should put, we should put, like, when people are, they're not going to take it anymore. We're going to play We're Not Going to Take It by Twisted Sister. It's a, it's a shit song. It's a shit band. It's a shit guitar solo. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And it's, it's another thing, uh, like the last one where it's just playing the vocal melody again and, 
the, the fact that the vocal melody isn't good to begin with, unlike <laughs> See, at least that vocal melody is, like, good. Right. We're not going to take it. Bad melody. Yeah. Um, number one, uh, Every Rose Has a Thorn by Poison. Uh, I agree, Michael. That song is trash. Um, I, I tried not to curse too much throughout the episode because I wanted to save up some expletives to describe <laughs> it. It's kind of a every rose has its thorn. Fucking sucks. Poison fucking sucks. And CC Deville is the worst fucking mainstream guitarist that has ever lived. I will stand by that. He is the worst. It doesn't get worse than CC Deville. Uh, when Michael said earlier that you could hand clay a guitar and give him an hour to think of something better than the guitar solo from Every Rose Has Its Thorn, that might have sounded hyperbolic, but rest assured, it actually is not. If you're unfamiliar <laughs> with the song, go listen to it. I think. Or with my like, inability to play music. <laughs> but, like, I think anybody whose IQ is near their body temperature could have a better guitar solo than everyone, than CC Deville did for Every Rose Has a Storm. Oh, that's good. Um, and I, I will stand by that. I hate that song, I hate that band, and I hate that guitarist. CC Deville is like. So I don't consider myself that great a guitarist, and. Uh, CC Deville is like probably the most famous guitarist that I'm like, yeah, I could do a better job. Yeah, like you could. <laughs> I don't. I no <laughs> like that. It kind of pisses me off because I'm like I'm a fucking high school teacher, and that Why guy made <laughs> millions. Like just because what? Like he just happened to know uh, Brett Michaels. Like I don't yeah, know what yeah. Looks just, like. Unironically, yeah. That's that's. I mean, yeah, that's it. It is. It's connections. Yeah, yeah. we could have done. That would have been interesting if we had done this. That was top five and bottom five guitarists. Oh, CC Deville would be by number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be very similar. <laughs> I mean, like, we know what that would be at. <laughs> it would be very similar, but CC Deville uh, barely qualifies as a guitarist in my mind. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. I think any, you know, I mentioned earlier there, every now and then there's a song that makes a bunch of, like, angsty 13-year-olds be like, oh, I should pick up a guitar and learn how to play. Anybody who does that within your first year of playing, you are a better guitarist than CC Deville. Yes. Yeah. And this song makes me want to never play guitar again. Agree. Yeah. Honestly. I hear <laughs> it, I'm like, Agreed. I don't want to be lumped in with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I uh, I went back and listened to, I tried to, you know, go back and listen to all of these top and bottom, and, and this one... I literally started playing this song. I was like, "No, I'm good. I don't. I don't need the list." Affirmed. I just he made know. it. I just now. Boy, well, I'm glad we made it there. Yeah. yeah. All right. There was some good stuff here. Some bad stuff here. <laughs> Fucking typical. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about your opinions. I was talking about those some of those guitar solos we talked okay. about. Mm -hmm. But also your opinions. <laughs> You're like the CC Deville podcast. All right, oh, here's the <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In yeah. that you're only a podcaster, like categorically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You transcend. <gasps> wow, that's a big word. It's a bigger word than CC Deville knows. Facts. Guarantee you that. <laughs> is he alive? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if he is, I hope he hears this. Yeah, we'll send it directly to him. CC, fuck you. Yeah, honestly. Right here. <laughs> He, those are middle <laughs> fingers uh, that he just held. I hope you can feel it. It's a, it's a auditorily. Yeah, it's oh, not man. a visual medium podcasting. So, <laughs> um, let us know on social media if there's ones we didn't include. Yeah, uh, all of our social media should be at top five with M and C or at top five M and C. Boy, it's be. been a while. It's <laughs> been a while. Yeah, I run that. <laughs> I charge of that. Um, at top five M and C. That's all on like Facebook, Twitter. Um, we have an Instagram. Yeah. Everything's in motion. So we have a lot of good stuff lined up. More music, some food stuff. We even have a, a people person podcast. And I'm Ooh. very excited for the people person podcast because it's um, 
not good people persons. They're very oh. bad people persons. I'm confused at what you're talking about. Right oh, now. I, I know. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's the one that we were supposed to film first. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Patrick. Sorry. I was, I was very confused. Yeah, it shows. This was good. Yeah, we have a this lot, awesome. a lot on the table. I'm very excited. Even our studio audience has a, a scheduled episode. Yeah, yeah she'll be back very with uh, a topic. Yeah, more topics, some giggles. Nick, you could take the studio. I'll audience. be the studio audience. Wow. Boy, I'll... that feels like it's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to refrain from chiming in. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's probably hard. We'll yeah. gag and bind you. Okay. And but it doesn't have anything to do with the episode. No, it doesn't. I mean, that's just Yeah. I think if I come over here I will be bound to gag regardless. I mean you're gag, gag. you currently are, so Yeah. Well anyway, uh, <laughs> let us know if you have topic suggestions, if you ever want to be a guest. Yeah. We don't bind and gag everyone. Unless uh, you ask. Unless you ask. Uh <laughs> until next time. <laughs> See ya.